Welcome to a Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Finks. All right, man. Episode 103. Yes, sir. We're getting through these 100s. Yeah, just, just three episodes these, in, real these, deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. These numbers starting to you know, starting to sound like a phone number. Yeah, I know. Like Mike Jones. Two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. I feel like since we hit the 100, hit Mike Jones up on the low because <laughs> Mike Jones about to blow. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy, uh, like all them rappers, like they'll have. I'm not calling him a one hit wonder. He had a couple songs. Yeah, he, um, he had a, his album was pretty dope, actually. Yeah, Who was but Mike he Jones? had a short stint. He didn't have a very long career. Yeah, but um, yeah. when you do that, like, where are they now? They'd be like owners of tech companies, right? Like yeah. Restaurant owners. So I'd be like, yeah, that's dope. That you yeah. know, they just take their rap money, all that tour money, merchandise money, and then invest it, and you know, keep it going. Yeah, man. One of my favorite songs of Mike Jones is. Back then, they didn't want me. Now I'm hot holes all on Yeah. Mike Jones. Because it was such a, you know, just the, the, that's a real thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you ain't, when you ain't doing good, when you down on your luck, when you catching a bus and stuff. Yeah. Females don't be on you, but when you got your life in order and your, your life score go up. You know, it's a different story then. Yeah. Some said I was cute, but I was way too chubby. Same <laughs> size one year later. Same hoes want to fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it crazy how reg- that's not even like a clever line. It's just a nah, statement, just but talking. it's so powerful. It's so that's dope. Yeah. He mm-hmm. gave his number out. Can you imagine like if he gave his number out, but then he like got mad and then made a song about it? Yeah. He's like 281-330-8004. Hit Mike Jones up on the low because Mike Jones about to blow. And then you yeah. call him. you like... Stop calling my motherfucking <laughs> phone. <laughs> I'm about to blow my mind because I'm tired of y'all calling me. Stop calling my Jones. <laughs> <laughs> That's hey. crazy. Niggas used to really call him too. Yeah. They That's call- a great that was a great um I think sometimes a lot of like people don't get the credit they deserve as far as the innovation that they had. To yeah. put your phone number in a phone like that, obviously. Mm-hmm. The crazy part is we still know it to this day. Yeah. Like 281-330-8004. It's just like he just had the perfect number. Yeah. He said it in the right place in a song. And I don't know how many, 20 years later or something like that, we still. No, nah, I won't say tw- it wasn't 20 years. That was like 2006. No, 2005. 2005, right? like 15 yeah, years later. We still, we still know the song. Still know the lyrics. Hey, you know what was dope back then? The whole Swisher house is dope. Like Slim Thug and... uh. Paul Texas Wall. had a wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paul Wall was dope too. Mm-hmm. Paul Wall, I'm the people's champ. Yeah. My chain light a black lamp. Now I'm back with the camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that shit Good was stuff. dope. Me and Desmond was just bumping that shit every day. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Niggas uh, used to have buckets, but the system be crazy. And- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Keith's brother, my best friend, uh, Desmond used to have a, a Dodge Neon. With two with two twelves in a big ass box <laughs> with a miscolored paint job and the, and the and the door was like fucked up. Yeah, it had a it had a miscolored door because I think the window had broken it in the car. So he changed, changed the, the whole, whole door. door instead of getting the window replaced. <laughs> he said it were literally literally went to Mercado Latino. Yeah, and got the window replaced. But yeah, um, like hey, my friend, check it out. Man. <laughs> I changed the window. <laughs> Crazy. I, I used to be in so much pain riding in that nigga car. Like oh my God. My ears be hurting, chest hurting, and every the whole nine. I'd be like, bro, this hey, I can't ride in here no more. <laughs> I was looking at a meme the other day that was fucking hilarious. It was like uh it said something like when that hood nigga come to your uh neighborhood 
and then they had like this fake bass in the background. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> People that they just got all bass. Like that's all you hear is bass. No you clarity, no clarity, no, highs, no vocals, no tweeters. The trunk just be like, eh, 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 yeah. Eh. And niggas singing they slumping too. You sound like a big ass vibrator back there. Yeah, like a big t- sex toy driving down the street. <laughs> 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 all right. Let's get into it, man. Enough of this. Um, obviously, uh, the the main topic around the whole world right now is this goddamn coronavirus again, and, again, for the third week straight. We don't usually talk about the same shit every week, but here we are again with this goddamn coronavirus. But the coronavirus, as much as it's the same thing, is different iterations because different right. stuff keep happening. It's like a developing story. I yeah. feel like, I feel like I'm in the middle of a poorly written script right now. <laughs> I, I feel like funny. the main character of a poorly written script. And everyone's losing their shit all yeah. around me. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah. I, I think the coronavirus to me, it feels like it, it has the same feeling as Y2K. I don't know how many of you are old enough to remember, but Y2K happened back in 1999, transitioning into, into 2000, where they thought that, you know, the power grids are going to be going out and mm-hmm. that it was the end of the world and all of this. And everybody was scared. Mm-hmm. I was a freshman in high school going to Bakersfield High School. And uh, I was watching the news, and the news is talking about everything should be fine. But a lot of people are afraid, and they don't know what to expect. They was doing legit interviews about what to do if the world. It is just like, come on, yeah, motherfuckers were buying shit just like they are now. And actually, Y two K was more dramatic, even without social media. People yeah. were scared, bro. Mm-hmm. So, and it wasn't even a real like. Why would obviously? I think it was. It had to do with the power grid, right? Yeah, something like yeah. Yeah, I I just don't understand why they thought the world would just be over or like you know. I don't know. It's, I, it doesn't like when you think about it, it just doesn't really make sense. It's the yeah. same thing as far as like I was telling you off air, right? When the um, when they thought the Mayan calendar would calendar ended and the yeah. you know the world went in along with that, where there was a bunch of movies coming out that you know try to predict um, what would happen when in, when uh, when the Mayan calendar ended, but. I woke up the next day and I just went to school and it was just a regular day. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right. And what's crazy to me now is I think the the most mind boggling thing to me at this point in time is like I think that this situation is comparable also to the Popeye's chicken sandwich. We we talked about the Popeye's chicken sandwich more than we wanted to because it was still it was a developing story. It was something new happening. Motherfuckers getting shot. Motherfuckers getting stabbed. People sucking dick. Shit like that. Yeah. For sandwiches. People sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure somebody sucked a dick for a for sandwich. Popeyes, damn, yeah. that's crazy. Love that chicken from Popeyes. It would be a worker too. One of the one. Of the, they could have finessed the whole game. Yeah, that nigga getting half for Popeyes chicken sandwiches. Like if you worked there, yeah, they would change the whole slogan. The whole slogan to be like, "Love that blowjobs from Popeyes." <laughs> <laughs> Love that sloppy top of Popeyes. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, man. Yeah, e- eating one of those, uh, eating them, even them biscuits without a drink will fucking kill you there. Yeah, you can't like, get no sloppy toppy after eating no biscuit. Yeah, yeah, you can't get no. If a chick gave you a blowjob after eating one of those biscuits, you'd be the most driest blowjob you ever got. That, in your mind. that mug will feel like a sandpaper on your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Here, take this soft drink. Take it. <laughs> nah, but um, to me, with this coronavirus shit, it to me, it's 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 turning extremely selfish. Um, it's turned into self preservation. Yeah, like, all these people are doing is buying all the toilet paper to wipe their ass. I, I just fuck it. It's insane. Yeah, like, how much toilet paper do you need? 
it, and, and what's weird is, is the news is not telling people to go out and buy all this toilet paper. But it's like <laughs> it's it's comical to me. It's people just following following trends. Um, have you ever seen that that study they did where they basically uh, put a camera up and put some actors inside of a little waiting room, uh-huh. like a hospital waiting room? Uh-huh. And what they would do is they would be on a timer, and like every thirty seconds, the people would like stand up, okay. and every thirty sec- other thirty seconds they'll sit down, and then they'll stand up, and then the person that's just the non-actor that right. walks in they started doing they'll it. just start following the trend wow so that's like a microcosm for how you know america is treating this coronavirus yeah it's just people saying like oh snap like the toilet paper is gone like i gotta make sure i get some before you know everybody else like before it runs out or just right. because everybody else is getting it um to me it, it's just crazy to me because the coronavirus ain't got nothing to do with diarrhea Not it's a all. respiratory um right. disease yeah, so it, it's the coronavirus, not the coronavirus. <laughs> the coronavirus. <laughs> it's motherfuckers, man. I hope yeah. nobody said that. That you, that coronavirus. Yeah, I hope nobody wow. said it because I don't want nobody th- thinking I'm biting off somebody's <laughs> fucking podcast. I yes. mean, we did. Yeah, we the only ones that I don't know. It's I haven't. Their, heard it's their colon. Yeah. So yeah, but it what's it's just weird to me, and it's it's gonna be a lot of people that's gonna be walking around with half wiped asses because they can't get toilet paper. Yeah. You know, That'd be nasty, especially them big booty girls. Big bur- big girls, girls with big booties be using the most toilet paper. Oh yeah, they, take, got, they take a whole roll. On they that got ass. all that ass, man. Yeah, they just, they just might as well just get a beach towel. Sha sha sha, Charmin. Yeah, man, that'd be it, crazy. It's insane, dude. I, I and what's weird is is I just wanted to get some salmon the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And and I, it's these salmon patties from from Winco. That are they just taste amazing? Yeah, I tried them once last week before the shit went nuts at the stores, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, these are so good!" And because I work throughout the week, I can't just pop up at the store. You know, I'm, I'm usually at work, so I usually wait till the weekend to do my shopping. And I try to go over the weekend, and there was a line way outside the store. There's people just waiting outside the store. Yeah, and I'm just like, "What the fuck? I'm not gonna wait outside in line like a third grader because." Yeah. You motherfuckers want to buy all the goddamn toilet paper. This is stupid. Yeah, man. It sucks. It's just it's 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 too much going on, especially for us regular human beings that yeah. ain't falling into the hype. Um, I haven't went nowhere near a Target, a Winco, a, a Costco, a Sam's. I'm not I'm not I'm not going anywhere near those places just because I see all the pandemonium. It's all right. It sucks because it's a lot of, you know, like you said, a lot of regular people out here. That are just trying to do what what would be their regular, you know, biweekly grocery shopping exactly. or monthly grocery shopping. Exactly. And they have to deal with a bunch of people panicking. Oh, my God. It should be a separate store for regular niggas. Like Bruh, <laughs> this this whole uh, pandemic has made it harder for regular people. Yeah. Like when I drive by the store and I can't go in, you know what song comes in my mind? What's that? You know, it's hard out <laughs> here for a PM. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, fuck. Uh, Luckily, I, you know, I already had toilet paper. I already had water. So I wasn't going crazy. But yeah, I, I was been, you know, because I wanted to get some food from the store and I couldn't. And I didn't have a lot of food at the time. I was just like, fuck it. So I would just go somewhere and eat out. Yeah, you know, but I was like, man, I'm just getting, t- I'm just tired of it, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's old. And here's, here's something people aren't mentioning, right? Um, 
I had a conversation with this cashier earlier because I, I went to the Dollar General. Yeah. And she was talking about how, yeah, this damn, this socialism and these liberals, this is ridiculous. This uh-huh. getting all this stuff. And I'm thinking, like, why in your mind have you categorized that liberals and socialism is the cause of this? Like, mm-hmm. You can't make everything political. A virus has nothing to do with politics. Yeah. Right. But I remember, and it's crazy, y'all motherfuckers ain't keeping the same energy because back when that Ebola scare happened, y'all was blaming Obama. This goddamn Obama and this fucking Ebola, he's letting all these Muslims in here. That's the problem. He's Muslim, <laughs> he's Muslim and he's letting the Muslims come in here. And, I remember, uh, and they're bringing the Ebola in here. And, and it's like, shut the fuck up. I remember they had uh, signs going around like, Obama hates white people. Was like, nigga, he was the- raised by his mama. Yeah, what the fuck? His mom, I guess he hates his mom. <laughs> he hates half of himself. Yeah. No, but um, you know why I wouldn't blame the president for coronavirus? Because it's not his fucking fault. And I'm not that stupid. But a lot of you motherfuckers on the right that was blaming Obama, you sound dumb. You yeah. sound dumb just like the dumb liberals that you talk about. Because yeah. there's a lot of stupid-ass liberals, too. But a lot of you motherfuckers like this socialism. See? See what happens when socialism takes over? This ha- like it. You can't conflate that with this, which is ridiculous. But... I literally destroyed this lady that said that with the next, like the whole, the next sentence that I told her. I said, huh, that's interesting. So, you know, when you demonize socialism, which I don't agree with all of it, but capitalism, I don't agree with all of it, but I do agree with some of it. And people are using inconvenient capitalism because they're taking one bottle of so, uh, fucking sanitizer and charging $250 for it. Mm hmm. So it's like that's capitalism. You're talking you're demonizing socialism when all of capitalism isn't, you know, isn't great. Yeah. Yeah. I um another angle that I was thinking about was um just how sort of like how Dr. Drew was saying the how the media is driving this narrative. This whole right, right. this whole um uh ordeal is the the whole panic and the whole um, anxiety about the the coronavirus is due to the media. It's due right. to every single art, article that you see on whatever website yeah. or whatever news site or whatever um, news channel is about the coronavirus. Yeah, and um, to me, I equate that to um, to I, the way I think about it is like when you're on a paint a plane and someone yells bomb. But oh. there's no bomb, or when you're in a theater and someone yells fire, and there's no fire, and how that could be a, um, how that could be like a, a yeah, you could go to prison for that or what, whatever. What if you was in a pussy and you yell fire? This is fire. <laughs> this Yoga is- flame. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga fire. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. <laughs> oh man! Hey, them sound effects crazy on on fucking Street Fighter. Tiger uppercut, tiger, tiger. That's funny. What if you in the pussy and you just got a bunch of sound effects on your soundboard? That'd be crazy. Like, <laughs> you win. That's funny. Hadouken, Soyuken. Sorry, boo. Pussy Yukin. <laughs> you said what? Pussy Yukin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I fucked up. Keith was saying something important and I just jumped in and did that. Oh man. But now what I was saying is that <laughs> I feel like the media should be looked at as the same way as 
It should be the, the equivalent of when these people yell bomb on a plane or right. when they yell fire in a theater because they're the reason they do that is so there is no uh, no panic attacks or no pandemonium or True. whatever in these small like venues because right. you know a lot of people can get hurt you know when the, when the anxiety is heightened a bunch of people just running out of a small uh, space you know people getting trampled people you know people are, could potentially lose their lives in those cases. True. And, it's, you know, especially on a plane, you got people up there, you know, of different health statuses. So mm-hmm. somebody can end up having a heart attack, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> but for whatever reason, the media can get away with the equivalent of that. And I feel like that's that's uh, that's just a terrible thing. So, yeah, very true. Um, this is we just we're just living in a very strange time. There's a lot of strange things going on. Mm-hmm. And, and and to me, it I, it's I just don't understand uh, let's go back to the toilet paper thing. Um, I just, I don't, there, people are hoarding certain items, right? And toilet paper being the top. And it's like they're almost, they're taking the toilet paper as if they're going to be confined to their homes for an extended amount of time. And honestly, I'd rather go out and get the coronavirus than be confined to my home. Yeah. Like, fuck that, man. I got to live my life. I got things to do. Yeah. And after the podcast, I'm going to the gym and the gym is considered like, I guess, a cesspool for, you know, germs and disease. But motherfuckers had a line wrapped around Chick-fil-A and in and out where cash is given hand to hand and strangers are making your food. Yeah. So if you're going to get it, you're going to get it regardless. Yeah. And here's a bigger point. They're looking for a vaccine for, you know, the coronavirus. Right. But. Let's say they find a vaccine, right? Um, I'm still not taking it. I'm not taking a vaccine. You know why? Because I don't even get flu shots. I don't even get flu shots. We're like, oh, my God, you don't get flu shots? Really? No, I don't get flu shots. Haven't had them in forever. And guess what I haven't had? The fucking flu. Yeah. Okay? I'm not doing that. If I catch it, I catch it. I'd rather my immune system. Regardless, your immune system is going to be a factor if you get the, the vaccine, you're introducing that virus to your immune system, right? So your immune system like, oh, what's up? What's up, nigga? What's cracking? How did you try to nigger rig science? <laughs> That's what your new immune system is doing. Uh, Bill nigger the science guy. Yeah, right? <laughs> you, you get, if, if you take a flu shot, your immune system like, what's up, cuz? <laughs> On Crip, I'll beat your ass, right? but sometimes you end up losing that battle and you get really sick from getting a flu shot oh that's funny but you will not ever get that strain of flu again did you know that there are like there's like an unlimited number of different colds yeah they just adapt they just adapt you never get the same cold once i mean you never get the same cold twice yeah so once you get corona that's a good thing now you won't get it anymore yeah now you could just pass it on to somebody else and let them experience the coronavirus yeah and if they have a bad immune system, then they're fucked. Yep. So fuck them. Now, it's your health in order, man. Yeah. It, uh. let, let, let me say this, right? Cause I don't want to get too long-winded on it, but I have so much to say. Um, I seen somebody, and they were waiting in the line, right? They were waiting in the line. They had a bunch of toilet paper and a bunch of water and shit, right? And I'm looking at this person, and I'm thinking, like, dude, you're you're, like, way over 300 pounds super fat you know you're you're buying cigarettes you're getting all this toilet paper but you have a better chance of dying from heart disease or hypertension than the fucking coronavirus Mm -hmm. people are so afraid of death but they don't realize how much they're contributing to their demise every motherfucking day 
Yeah, man. It's insane. That's real. That's real. It's calm, oh, man. People Just, play. Yeah, you think <clears throat> what you know. The one thing that I noticed and it happens in my family and stuff too. Like, yeah. So I had had an uncle. Um, he would drink those like. So he's an alcoholic. Okay. But he would also do little things here and there that will help him like like health health beneficial things. I already know. Like he'll drink like kombuchas, which is supposed to be right. like antioxidants and stuff right, like right, that. Right. Or you know, he'll he'll drink a little smoothie or something here and there, but at the right. same time, like at night he'll just be getting wasted. That's or you'll have like somebody that'll be doing like they'll be uh eating steaks, beef, right. pork, all this. Yeah. Which is like co- uh, colon clogging yeah. foods. Heart but at the same food. time they'll be um taking like laxatives in order to like get right. their bowels moving. So yeah. it's like, I think a lot of people have this, this contradictory nature and yeah. they still want, they still want the, like they want to have a cake and eat it too. And it's, yeah, they're trying to do the wrong thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. It's weird. It, it's, you mentioned drinking kombucha and stuff and trying to do the health conscious stuff, but then mm-hmm. he's getting wasted. Mm-hmm. That's almost like, Smoking crack and doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like the yoga's cool. Just stop the crack. <laughs> just leave the crack alone. Oh the, man, the yoga be just fine, sir. Crack yoga be a new wave. That'll be crazy. You heard of hot yoga? Yeah. Try crack yoga. <laughs> That'll be crazy. Everybody be in there high as a motherfucker doing yoga. Have you heard of this goat yoga? I've heard of it. Yeah, it's basically they have get, a goat that be sitting on your back or something like that. And it's weird because the goat, the goat is like confused, like y'all stupid as a motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, they just like, why am I here? Why am I here? Yeah, the yeah. goat, the goat is just like, mm-hmm, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I seen it, and it's weird. I don't know. It's I don't know what it's supposed to be doing. Um, I guess it's to help you stretch. Yeah. Um, I guess it's a little bit of extra weight on your back or some. I I don't know exactly, but but I it's guess a it fucking goat, man. I just think it's something like, you know, niggas in L.A., they be trying anything. Yeah, they're trying anything. I, you know, what's annoying is those extremely, extremely left wing, uh, <laughs> like uh, spiritual um, girls. It, yeah. it tend to be like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. They tend to be like vegans. <laughs> they tend to be like in tune with nature. I just we were talking about the other day like yeah. I just hate when you meet someone and you know them based off of what category they fit in right right it's weird. I mean, like me and you we're like unique people as far as like um so typically if you if you met a truck driver yeah. he would probably be just a sloppy big dude that eats cheeseburgers and drives a <laughs> and drives yeah. a diesel or whatever yeah. all, all day long breeze heart yeah. yeah but you you know you do extra things you you're working now right, you know you right. got a podcast and all right. these other you know endeavors you want to do <clears throat> and you know me the same thing but i just despise when i meet someone and i'll be like oh, okay so you're a vegan oh, okay yeah. you're atheist oh, okay yeah. you do yoga oh, okay I everything is sticking yeah everything is fucking sticking <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah at a, at a certain point it's like where where is the real version of you right all of this right like your categories you're, you're a carbon copy of what i've seen a million times yeah and yes. people like you know, they, they, they like that lifestyle. Oh, so, yeah. oh, you like kale? I would have never guessed. <laughs> 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 yeah, funny. man. Yeah, it's it's, it's just speaking weird. of being uh, vegans and whatnot. We were uh, me and my boy Joey we were shooting this little this little scene, and we went out there by um, by one of the farms with the with the cows on it or whatever. Right, and 
it was like slightly disturbing because the cows be making these weird yeah. noise and they they sound human a little bit. Yeah, they be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I used to haul milk, dude. I know. I used yeah. to be looking over my shoulder at night when the when the cows be like, what? Yeah, be like, yeah. what the <laughs> fuck, nigga? <laughs> Who are you talking to, He's man? Like, help me. <laughs> 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 one time one of the cows was like mm, patriotism I was like what the f-? <laughs> that mug was like mm, eat more chicken <laughs> <laughs> Cabernet <laughs> I was like yo I gotta get this I gotta get some of this milk and get the fuck out of here that was comedy <laughs> yeah, they, you know who else sounds like humans sometimes is cats. Yeah, cats will be like they sound like babies. Uh huh. They'll be like, meow. Yeah, like what the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah, you open the door and you just see a cat looking up. You're like, man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. That's probably <laughs> that's crazy. That's yeah. just true. I was just thinking about. It. I was like, man, this is like weird. Yeah, and the way they project, they project loud. Yeah, too. they do. Yeah, it's they, crazy. They trying to get some help. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's so funny, man. Cows know what's going on. They have uh, to know. Yeah, <clears throat> they, they can't be that dumb, bro. They animals be- are. I think animals don't have a, a verbal communication. Yeah. Um. Obviously, they make like certain noises, which probably lets them know, but they don't have a alphabet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. So, um, I think. They probably have heightened senses, senses in um. Oh yeah, fear in non, in non yeah not in body language. Yeah, yeah. They and know. even like you see like uh, dogs, especially when a dog is you know they seeing their owner passing away or something, they'll start to like curl up by him or try to console True, him yeah. and stuff like that. Oh, so yeah. it's just pretty crazy. Yeah, I was on Snapchat today, and one of the homies had his dog. Actually, uh-huh. he had his dog. He's pet him, and the dog just bit him. I was rolling like a motherfucker. <laughs> And even girls with like dog filters, they have to, they tend to, um, you know, like to get a doggy style. Wow. And I don't know what that had to do with wow. it. Wow. You know, <laughs> nothing to do with it. It's just another segment of Keith going too far. <laughs> <laughs> Press three to cancel Keith. Hey, I was watching, uh, I was on YouTube. I was watching Kevin Edwards videos like uh-huh. back in, like it was like seven years old. Yeah. yeah. But it was a seven, compilation. Seven years ago? Oh, okay. Yeah, it was the video was seven years old, uh-huh. but um, it was a compilation of him just telling Jink, "You gotta go," cause uh, and yeah. I was just rolling because it was yeah. just it's always some gay stuff. Yeah, know. and it was always cra- it's crazy to think about it now how loose we we used to use the term gay. Yeah. Like, oh nigga, you gay, you gotta go, cause yeah, and you'd be like, that's not even in our vocab in 2020. No, not at all. <clears throat> it just shows how the human brain evolves. Yeah, I mean, but I think that. That's also not true because you see how much it devolves when you see people buying all the goddamn toilet paper. Yeah, niggas not. Okay. What I urge people to do is watch the movie Idiocracy. And I think that there's certain parallels to the current landscape of America in that movie. And in that movie, they were using Gatorade to like grow the crops, but it never worked, obviously, because it's fucking Gatorade. Yeah. And the guy that had been frozen and came into the future told him, why don't you just use water? And then the the water grew the crops, and they were like, "Oh he's my god!" As like a genius, like he was looked at as a genius, but he was just a person with, with basic like intelligence. <laughs> yeah, it's so it's so weird. It's just all relative. Uh, Sometimes right. you could walk into a Dollar General and some yeah. girls ranting to you about socialism, and then you think um, you would, you it may make it may make you feel a little bit smarter. 
Yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not trying to like um, lift, put myself on a pedestal because when I don't know something, I don't know something, but I don't try to act like I know it. So if I'm strong in something and someone talks to me about it, I can tell how much you know by what you're telling me. Yeah. If you're just if you're talking about the outer layer of something without really knowing shit, I'm like, okay, this person doesn't know shit. Yeah, so you I'm, can you could tell pretty quick. Yeah, I'm not going to entertain this conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say, oh, that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> okay. Have a nice day. <laughs> that's it. I'm not going to try to talk politics to people because I'm not that strong in politics. I know some things, but I don't know enough to be having full fledged arguments or debates. You, so the people be like, you're the socialist and, uh, you know, in, in the, in the inner. Yeah. Co- and it's like, man, I don't want to talk about this. I have a good point to go with that. Mm-hmm. I was, uh, we were on set. Yes. Uh, s- Friday, mm-hmm. Friday. What day was I in LA? Probably Friday. Okay. Um, so we were in, we were in LA and we were shooting a music video for this, um, this artist blast and this, well, I'm not gonna say that. We're shooting a music video for this artist blast and NB now. Um, and I'm not, I'm not going to tell the story. Basically, I'm going to generalize it. Okay. Cause I don't want to like, you know, disrespect anybody. Okay. <clears throat> so fine. basically what happens is, um, you know, us, we're in film, we, you know, we shoot music videos, we're shooting short films and et cetera, et cetera. And what will happen is there will be, um, people popping up in females generally, and they'll um, they'll be seeing us on set, or they'll see us, you know, working, writing scripts, or whatever. They'll just see us out, and they'll be like, "Oh, that's dope!" Like, you know, I went to school for this kind of stuff, right? And I was like, oh, "Okay," like just offering the information, though. Like, no one asked them, you right, know, like right, what right. school you went to. Right. And then you kind of dig deeper into, um, you know, asking questions like, "Oh, so what school did you go to?" And then it'll be like whatever school, and then you find out that they didn't actually go to film school. No. They went to some sort of like production um like telecommunication right like basically they they went to school to like host to be like an espn commentator type of vibe yeah which is completely different from uh excuse me from film school Mm -hmm. so i say that to say it's the same sort of thing you know with you as far as like people talking on the surface level because we can dive deep into cameras and frame rates and you know lenses focal lengths all these like all this vernacular but they want to throw themselves in there (laughs) for no reason when in actuality they don't know nothing about film so yeah yeah. i just think that sometimes people are trying to solicit a certain response yeah like oh you know what i do wow that's awesome Mm -hmm. and you expect me to be amazed by you when in actuality like do you want a cookie for that Right? It's like some nigga that drive an F one fifty coming up to you, like, "Yo, man, I got a truck too." You're like, "Uh, okay." <laughs> yeah, all right. All so right. He got a Toyota. He got a Ranger, a yeah. Ford Ranger, and he yeah. up there trying to be like, "Yeah, man, I like to shift gears and all this good stuff." Yeah. Like, it, 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 I've, I've had somebody tell me before, "Is like, yeah, shifting that truck ain't no different than shifting a regular, <clears throat> a regular little car." I said, uh, "You think so, huh?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I said, "Do you ever shift a thirteen speed?" And he was like. Uh, 13 speed transmission I'm like yeah he said, Can't be no different Than using a car man. I'm like look Whatever whatever barn you live in Go back to it okay? Go back to that goddamn barn you live in And stop making comments About what I do But um That's funny Yeah man Yeah that, that's weird Yeah you never wanna You never wanna co-sign Something you don't know about Yeah Like whenever I'm around You and Joey And you guys are talking And you guys are saying All this stuff I just shut the fuck up <laughs> I don't know anything Yeah I don't know shit When I don't know anything I don't feel intimidated By being quiet And yeah. another, another thing too Um some people don't 
they don't feel good not knowing something, so they have to act important up in order to be like a part of it. Mm-hmm. When, when in actuality, you just it's okay to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because when you're shutting the fuck up, that means your ears are opening, your mouth is closing. Yes. Right. So do that. Okay. Yeah. 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 Kind of went off on a tangent, but yeah. uh, but at the, we could get back on the main topic. Uh, another thing in regards to the whole coronavirus shit is the schools are closing oh, now. Yes. Very yeah, the schools are closing down, man. So what this does, it, it changes things because me, I don't know about a lot of you guys, but I grew up poor, okay? There's a lot of times we didn't have a lot of money, you know, and I would get breakfast and lunch at school. Yes. So that's two meals removed. So now, not only do the parents have to provide that, I know some people are like, well, well, their parents are supposed to have that anyways. And I'm like, nah. okay, if you're sitting in a place of, I won't say just privilege, but you are in a privileged position, meaning you have the means to take care of your kids, congratulations. But a lot of people don't have the means just because that's just how being poor works. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately. Now. It was something like, I don't know if this is, I might be lying here, but it was something like 70%, 75% of the students in like the BCS or something receive uh-huh. uh, free lunch. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. So they're not getting that they're or not, free or assisted. Yeah, we need to. I think as a, as a, first of all, um, Newsom, uh, Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom needs to. He never thought this through. He closed it down. I get it, but there needs to be some type of uh, stimulation. Like they need to stimulate. They reached a decision too fast. They reached it way too fast. Yeah. And what it is is when you got a bunch of motherfuckers like you mentioned, you were telling me <clears throat> teachers aren't going to get paid, right? Well, um. Not necessarily teachers. A lot of teachers are on salary. Okay. But you got um, cafeteria staff that got may it. be, you know, on an hourly rate. Mm-hmm. You got uh, janitors. Right. Um, you got some of the, the other staff as far as like the security or mm-hmm. the hall monitors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those those yeah. type of people, the office staff. A lot of these people are on, are on hourly rates. Right, and right. they won't be getting paid because they're not working. Fuck. That's so fucked up. Yeah. And the thing about it, too, is, is like, and he never took this into consideration before shutting all of it down. Um, And freaking, uh, like, not only the meals, but, like, logistically, like, how is it going to work for these kids? You know, the, the parents going to work and shit like that. Yeah. So, and look, I understand people are going to say, well, they're their kids. You got to take care of your kids. But that's you, not how that's, that's not just how it works. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's it ain't how it works, man. It ain't how it works. These, these, you know, when it comes to uh, maneuvering through life or getting your kid to 18 years old or whenever the time is to, to move on and for him to be an adult, right. which usually spans into your 20s a lot of times, um, you have there. there's a schedule and a structure that you have to abide by just to make it to the next day. Right. So, you know, they a lot of people, I think the day is structured so that um everyone is ending their day at a similar time right so like yeah um usually a parent wakes up they get their kids ready they drop their kids off at school or they take them to the bus stop or they get to the bus stop on their own or they walk to school and then at the similar time maybe a little bit before maybe a little bit after their parent is going to work like that's the whole nine to five you know what i mean so the kids are going to school and then by the time you get off either your kid is in like after school program true or they may have walked to their grandma's house or, um, you know, they in some sort of like magnet program or whatever the right. case may be. But it's all aligned so that you're getting off yeah. of work and then you can pick up your kids or you can exactly. have somebody pick up your kids. Let's be very clear, folks. Um, I, I just think that the way <clears throat> the way life works, too, is 
um, everybody doesn't have money, right? Yes. Everybody doesn't, everybody doesn't have money. Um, and it's just not that simple. I know it's hard for some people to get it through their heads because, you know, maybe your parents own land or property. They pass it down to you and yeah. you have your business or you do what you do. And you've never been in a position where you had to struggle. You know, you've been in a position where, you know, you worked for what you had, but you had a great foundation. A lot of people don't have that foundation to fall back on. Yeah. And there's probably a lot of listeners where, you know, let's say for something happens to your family in regards to you losing your job. You know, you probably have a good savings account, but worse come to worse, you got family that'll probably kick you down some good money or allow yeah. you to work for the family business or whatever. There's some people that are just poor and they don't have anybody to fall back on. You know, one, one thing that's bothering me now, just thinking about the whole situation, yeah. is Gavin Newsom literally screwed up the school system more than the coronavirus did. Yeah, he did. 100%. There's not enough cases in California and there's not enough kids affected by the coronavirus to have sent everybody home. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, and right. Is the, you know, just the few ideas right now that we just ran off as to, uh, as the cons, yeah. you know, to this whole situation. Um, we can see that the cons are, um, I mean, the, the, the pros definitely outweigh the cons when it yeah. comes to the coronavirus. And, yeah. you know, they're just acting, man. And, you know, it sucks yeah. too because there's these higher ups, like you said before, they're making these decisions, these superintendents, you know, they're getting $100,000 a year. Um, I I heard some crazy stuff where you know one of the superintendents here in Bakersfield um, has a driver. Yeah, yeah, they be doing that shit. I'm like, oh my, that's so that makes me so that makes me so mad because I went to McKinley and that's one of the it's it's a school where it's like in the heart of the West Side and a lot of times like we didn't have as much resources as maybe like a school in Rosedale or something like that. But you got somebody who is a superintendent of the freaking school district being chauffeured around like the president. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's like, it's it's so much going. It's so much. I think with Gavin Newsom too, what he did also, he, um, it was for liability purposes, the same as the NBA. See, people are like, the, it, this must be serious because the NBA and the NFL and the NHL and all these places closed down. So they know something we don't. False. No, don't. You got to realize that these huge businesses or corporations or conglomerates are doing this for liability purposes. Because if someone gets the coronavirus on their, I guess, premises or on in their stadium, then they could be sued for that. So to avoid these lawsuits, because people, this is a lawsuit happy world we live in. In mm. order to avoid these lawsuits, they just say, let's shut this shit down for this long to show for liability purposes that we took, we went through all the proper channels and parameters to where if somebody tried to sue us, we'll be Teflon by that time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if somebody yeah. tries to sue later on, by then they probably will develop a waiver. By then they'll probably develop an online signature or something showing like, Look here, fool. You might get corona. Sign this fucking shit. Okay, you signed it. Take your corona home with you. You know that, what I'm saying? You know what's sad, too, is the NBA is similar to the school districts, yeah, right? Because yeah. um, there's so many people around the country. It's, what, like 30 teams in the NBA, 32, some, yeah. somewhere in there. Yeah. And times that by maybe a few hundred uh, staff per each yeah. uh, team. You know, and yeah. a lot of those are in the same circumstance. Like they are yeah. on an hourly rate. They may come to the stadium, do concessions. They may come yeah. to the, the stadium, do whatever. So they're affected just as as much as um, 
these school districts, you know, yeah. and it, they said a guy like um, Zion Williamson, I guess he he vowed to pay for uh, pay yeah. the salaries of the the staff yeah. that were out of jobs for yeah. for the month or whatever. And it just it just sucks that, you know, like we said, this media driven fear um, has caused people to essentially lose their job or yeah. take a break from not only really lose their job, lose their fucking mind. Yeah. See, what happens is, is when you're not thinking, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I, I just think, uh, was it practicality? I guess. Yeah. It's, it just goes out the window. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just all logic goes out the window when you're panicked. When you're in panic mode, you're basically running in a circle saying, coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Yeah. You, you're running in a circle and you're buying all the fucking toilet paper, right? Yeah. And that's what people are on. That they're, their brain is not on like a, their brain is not on the it's not on the right channel. Yes. And it's just like, dude, it's ridiculous. OK, here's an example of that. I was over at Smart and Final earlier and there was this woman <clears throat> and she had this industrial sized bottle of vodka. Right. And then she had a bunch of cans of nacho cheese. I'm talking about a shitload of cans of nacho cheese. She had enough nacho cheese to fucking feed uh the nfl whole entire roster right <laughs> so she had that and then she had like a big bottle of uh buffalo wing sauce and then some like red uh red hots frank's red hot sauce right and i said oh you having a party and then she looked at me with a serious face and said nah i'm just stocking up mm-hmm. i'm thinking like lady I think she got cigarettes too something like lady oh my god you got enough cigarettes to last you your whole life yes Frank's red hot sauce and nacho cheese. What the fuck are you eating? <laughs> I, I think that I think that fucking high blood pressure is gonna get to you before the coronavirus. Oh yeah, for sure. All that goddamn sodium you're yeah, eating. Nacho cheese milkshake going on. And, and this lady had fucking toddler legs with a big old body up up top. Ah, <laughs> me and her was about the same height. She looked like Big Bird. <laughs> she looked like a drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> if you don't get your chicken ass the fuck out of here. <laughs> she looked, what's his name? She looked like uh, that chicken on, uh, uh, the, what's his name? Fucking a foghorn leghorn? Get yourself on in there. <laughs> that's funny stuff. Yeah, man. That's weird. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just too much, too much going on, man. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd, I'd literally rather. And if it comes down to it where they, you know, they try to confine you to a space, I'm not doing that. Like, I'd rather go out and actually have the coronavirus. Like, I'm just not going out like that. I, yeah, I don't live in fear. Um, when, whenever I am out, like, you know, I got an office downtown Bakersfield. Whenever I go outside when it's late or something, I don't got no gun on me or I ain't got no knife yeah, in my you back. Got that guy that's yelling. Yeah, it's, it's some nigga that be yelling. <laughs> Jesus is coming back. <laughs> All of you guys are going to hell. Fear me, not the coronavirus. <laughs> I think be losing his mind out there. Oh, oh man, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm saying like I don't I don't live in fear like that you know I, I am mindful of what I'm doing I am you know careful and protect my myself in ways that I can but I don't you know choose to just stay in the house or something you know just do these yeah. little unnecessarily things 
like right there when you said that, I wish I had that button for like the Seinfeld intro. <laughs> you know, I go. <laughs> I would totally press that button a lot. Like when you make a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, I imagine what Jerry Seinfeld saying right now. What's going on with this coronavirus? <laughs> I don't understand it. I think Jerry uh, Seinfeld is a is a good comedian. Yeah, I think he's uh, very sharp. He's uh, yeah, like very like the way he structures his joke and everything. And I think he is fun. He he finds a way to make um, like pop tarts funny. Yeah, like you telling jokes about pop tarts and like doorbells and stuff. Yeah, and like, why is that? He's a good comedian though, but he does structures just yeah, jokes in that like exactly. It's because of how he how he frames the joke too. Yeah, what's the deal with these pop tarts? <laughs> what is so popping so popping good about them? <laughs> <laughs> he's like a, he's just a classic comedian. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's a yeah. classic. You know who used to be a good comedian too? Believe it or not, it's Bill Cosby. I, I wish I was. I wish I grew up around that or in that era to to really be able to um, understand it but you know i'm a little bit too young to to really uh, put him yeah, up there bill cosby like you get the pills and you put them in the this thing <laughs> <laughs> you mix the pills together and you get <laughs> jello pudding all over the place. when i'm walking down the streets and i got the pudding on my face i just can't talk oh, can't play <laughs> oh man that's right. funny all right. Well, I, I don't know how much I got on this coronavirus, man. I, that's that's all I've got. Yeah, um, we pounded coronavirus to death. Yeah, that's, that's all we got. I think. Let me check my notes real quick. To make sure we ain't. Yeah, skip none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Wouldn't that be dope if you just could have like a button, like if you were trying to get your thoughts together and you press like a like an elevator music button? <laughs> <laughs> or what's that Jeopardy? We'll be right back after your scheduled programming. I always thought it would be dope to have some sort of like thing, mm-hmm. something like that, or like mm-hmm. a like a almost like a DJ for your life. Oh yeah, yeah. Are you like you know? uh you wake up in the morning, your alarm go off. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. Oh, you waking up nasty. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, soldier boy, like hop up out of bed, turn my swag on. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, I got a last point for coronavirus. Uh, supposedly, I'm not, I, I think it's the president of Mexico. I could be wrong. I don't, you know, don't quote me on this, but they were talking about possibly uh uh like vetting the borders yeah mexico was one of the uh, uh not allow like americans in because of the coronavirus yeah and i just think it's just it's hilarious it's, and it's hilarious because america was trying to build a wall to keep mexicans out but the mexicans are like hey fuck y'all <laughs> y'all got corona man yeah. we got the beer y'all got the disease y'all gotta get the, y'all got the virus you gotta get the fuck out of here yeah Damn. Yeah, that's bad business. He's like, nah. he's like, we got corona. No, we got coronas. You got corona. <laughs> <laughs> you stay we over got there. cerveza. You got corona, fool. No, they're like, we got a cerveza. You got virus. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's that's really dope, though. That, I think that's like in the comedy world. That's like a perfect clapback. Yeah, it's like, oh. You want to build a wall to keep us out? We mm. can just keep you out because you got a legit disease. Yeah. Like you got a legit virus. Yeah. 
And it's a, it, when I first seen it, I was like, come on, bro. Like, niggas ain't going to Mexico. Then when you actually think yeah, about it, like, tourists it's a lot. Yeah, Cancun oh, yeah. and all these, you know, Mexicali, all these other spots. It's, yeah, it's, crazy. it's all kind of stuff. There's, there's all a lot of very interesting things in Mexico. You know, mm-hmm. the, you know, the food, the, you know, the resorts, the Mexican women, uh, you know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Good old MP. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. go out there and find me a, a Maria. Yeah, <laughs> Maria. <laughs> That'd be crazy. You go on like a busy street, be like, "Hey, Maria!" <laughs> Five girls turn around, huh? Yes, yeah, see, see. Are you talking to me? <laughs> nah, man. Uh, switching gears. Uh, the NFL is no longer testing for marijuana. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing: like, I guess legally, you know, they're not saying, "Hey, you could smoke weed." But they're not going to test for it. So technically, they're like, go ahead. This is an extremely progressive move by the NFL because most large like uh, entities or professional sports aren't doing this. Mm -hmm. But I think I personally think it's great as, you know, me being a non weed smoker. I can agree with it based on the fact that um, these guys are taking all kinds of opioids and bullshit. Yeah. You know, that they have long term effects. I'd rather these guys be able to have a long career and smoke weed to relax and come down or take um uh what's the other one um the gummies and shit what do you call it cbd take Mm -hmm. cbd and weed i think that that would be cool i think that'd be cool for him to be able to do that and you know and Mm -hmm. some of these guys are really fucked up so i think it's a good move I'll, i'll say that much yeah i think um i forget the dude's name little short uh slot receiver I forget his name, but he was saying like he would he would be high before every game because he had migraines. Oh, what are you talking about? Yeah, I can't oh. think of his name. He was playing on he played on the Seahawks for a minute. He's really he went good. To Florida. He went to he was with my with the Minnesota Vikings first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but guys like that, I think I think it's necessary. You know, for me, yeah. for me, I'm you know I'm all about people utilizing natural things for what they are used for. Per- Obviously, it's, Percy Harvin. Sorry, yeah, Percy ahead. Harvin. Yeah. Uh-huh. So a lot of times. You know, you see just regular people like, oh, I got to I got to blow because I'm stressed out all the time or I got to yeah. do this. Like at that point, you're becoming reliant on something where yeah. you actually need it's just recreational uh, psychological man. therapy. Like you don't need no weed. You need to go talk to a therapist. Right. Um, but in in many of these cases, you have these physical, you know, pains, your, your knee is banged up, your shoulder is banged up or, you know, whatever the case. All you need to do is just wrap some CBD and it'll get you through the night versus, like you said, versus taking all these pills and whatnot. Um, yeah. I think I just think so much more information is out now. I think even even before for, for me, it, it felt like at a certain point in time, this is how I feel like the, the research went. Obviously, there's a lot of scientists that that are five days a week, probably in laboratories, just breaking down the, you yeah. know, the cells of a freaking marijuana oh, yeah. plant. But at a certain point in time probably like in the 70s, you yeah. know, they just start smoking weed because it made them feel good. And then right. they also realized that it was from the earth. But also at the same time, op- opioids are like from the earth too. So you can't actually yeah. say like, it's natural, it's natural. Like, I don't think there's, you know, people popping whatever uh, opioids and be like, it's natural, it's natural. But anyways, I think that, um, you know, during the 70s, it was just a thing to get you high, you know, little hippie movements and whatnot. And then I feel like because they wanted to smoke so much, they they just started researching the different benefits that it may have or trying to, like, justify the uh, their reason for, you know, the way it make them feel. Um, so, 
you know, they just, you know, now in 2020, we see like the CBDs and they're breaking down the freaking marijuana plant to have yeah. different little things and, yeah. you know, CBD uh, chapsticks and yeah. all these things, yeah. um, which I think is dope. And, you know, I think it's it's just a good thing because, you know, who who knows, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in my 20s now, but when I'm 45, when I'm 50 years old, you know, all those sports injuries may catch up to you, all the, you know. Um, tackling people on a on a day to day basis may end up catching up to you. Yeah. You may need it. So. Tackling thick women and shit. Yeah, it's like oh my god, all them thick women bouncing on you, making your <laughs> making your back go out. Hey, some of y'all, some of y'all be heavy, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It, yeah, yeah, man. Like, that's a that's a real thing. Yeah, fellas, you ever have a girl that like she's like not fat, but she kind of like big, just stocky, and then she gets like she, a mega stallion. She type. get on, yeah, she get on top of you, start riding. You'd be like, all right, this was fun, but like <laughs> this is turning into a fucking workout. Yeah, <coughs> some some girls don't really know they weight. So even like I would nah. like if a girl sit on your lap, that's kind of thick. And your leg just start falling asleep. You yeah. Like, like, what you think this is? Yeah, you got your ass is melting off on my knee. <laughs> Jesus, wheeze. Yeah. Yeah. Eating all them two for twos from me. And those and those girls that be stocky like that, they be they be wanting to get like manhandled and whatnot. It's like yeah. you a running back. Like I'm a cornerback. Yeah. I feel like I'm yeah, I feel like I'm fucking with some uh, Olympic volleyball players. <laughs> yeah. Meg look like she kinda like big low key. Uh, I I don't know. Like I don't know if she's chunky. I have heard not like, not fat or nothing. Just like, like she's just yeah, she's definitely woman. a big woman. Like I like big women because I'm a big guy, but like not like I like a different type of big woman. Like Meg the Stallion just like thick to me. But yeah, she, but she got like some size on her. Yeah, you know if we if she well, is good. I'm 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 not sure your angle is it good or bad. No, that's good. She got some size on her, but like if she's swinging me, I'm gonna be fighting her back. This <laughs> nigga. <laughs> 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 Oh man, yeah, hey, that's crazy. Like I was, ta- I was having a conversation with somebody, and they was like, uh, "It says," something, and now they framed it where he's like, "Do you think like you know some of them MMA fighters are sexy?" I'm like, "Yeah, like I like Holly Holm or like Ronda Rousey or whatever." And he's like, "But what if y'all got in a fight though?" I'd be like, "Shit, we would have to fight for real." Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, they made no fighters. They made no regular women, bro. They will fuck you up and put you in the hospital. Yeah. Holly Holm. Yeah, man. You, if I got into a Holly Holm, I'm gonna walk off because I'm not trying to fight her. I would have to like, and then you, if you slam her, she, you could take. She, if you take her to the ground, now she could fucking fuck you up worse. That's where you're gonna be most vulnerable. You yeah. may, I feel like, just being a physically stronger man, mm-hmm. you you might be able to De- Deontay Wilder, yeah. Holly Holmes. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to going to the ground, it's more so about technique and skill. It's yeah. not really strength. But yeah, you never know. You get knocked the fuck out playing with these girls, man. Yeah, I ain't getting beat up by no female. Yeah, nah, it's not even not even that. They made no. That's a professional fighter, bro. The only girl that's beating me up is like Layla Lee. Layla Lee, like you got a better chance of, of getting <coughs> Layla than some of these MMA girls because they could get you on the ground and up in the air. Yeah, yeah, Layla thick too. <laughs> Just- <laughs> Shout out to Layla Lee, man. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, the legalizing marijuana as is, is, was a pretty good idea. Yeah, uh, cool. I, I personally don't smoke it, but uh, I know a lot of people that do, and they do a rec like for recreation, you know. Yeah, they, but they say, "Oh, it helps me sleep." This, that, and the third. Yeah, I think that. Um, it, I think it's a, a good thing. I think we just have to be. I'm sure they have some sort of uh, structure in place to where people aren't just out here coming to practice high going to games high and stuff like that hopefully they got 
And even like, you know, like we were talking about the CBD, a lot of the CBD is the stuff that is actually, you know, healing people, making people's, right. you know, muscles and stuff feel better. So I hope that's that's more so uh, with their own versus like, you know, high because that, that puts you in the, the, another mental state when you yeah. actually high. I, I don't think people should to, to I don't think people should um, commercialize or like put out on like put it all out there like they drinking a beer and like have a blunt like they shouldn't do that yet. Mm-hmm. Like chill on that. Don't put that on social media. But you know, if they do yeah. it, the NBA <clears throat> gonna be next, and when they do it, he's gonna see like Kevin Durant smoking like a ten foot blunt. Yeah, they had it was a video of him when he dropped his medical weed, medical marijuana. You seen it? Mm-hmm. The weed fell out. I'm like, come on, KD. Man. We know it's a bunch of <clears throat> basketball players that be smoking. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. man. But yeah, that's a dead topic though. I, not not too much to say on that. It's just uh, it's just a, a step in the right direction for that league. So more power to him. Uh, yeah, switching gears. Um, people getting older but not growing up. I think there is a pandemic of people in their 30s and older or even in their late 20s that act like fucking children. And it's insane. Yeah. Like, I know I joke around, you know, on the podcast and we say stuff, we crack jokes. But in life, I'm not this running around. This is ar- entertainment. This, right? is, this is entertainment, right? But I'm not running around like, how you doing, sir? Pussy juice. Like, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing that. Hi, my name is Eddie. Pussy juice. Yeah, right. That'd be crazy. You sound like one of those automated uh, messages. Mm-hmm. Remember what I told you about that? The homie that got denied for uh, his Sears card. No, I remember. Back in the day, I used to work at Sears and they would ask us like, hey, do you want to apply for a Sears card? Mm-hmm. But on the automated message, when you called the number, it would tell you why you got denied if you got denied. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. Like, and the ahead. homie, the homie got denied and it was like, <laughs> you have been denied due to <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. The whole fucking voice change. Your your number is seven seven four three four nine seven three eight four nine. You like, damn! How many fucking robots does it take to get these numbers right? Oh man, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, people getting older but not growing up. And and for anybody that may take offense to this, I really don't care. But I'm just going off of what I've seen. Yeah. Um, it'd be a lot of a lot of men and women. You know, mm-hmm. you got kids, you got families, all kind of shit. It's women out here. You want to be the sexiest fucking video vixen, half naked on the internet, but you got kids, bro. Bro, you got your titties out, your ass out. You got kids at home. Yes, that's ridiculous. And it's, it's chicks and in well into their thirties, but you want to be the hottest chick. Like your ship has sailed. Grow up. <laughs> That ship has fucking sailed. You you want all that attention? If you're 23, I can't say nothing about you. Like Meg the Stallion with the twerking and stuff. Yeah. I can't say nothing about Meg. You're Meg, still mature. You're still, you're still growing up. You're still, right. Yeah. Meg is young. She got a fat ass booty. So, <laughs> Why like, you been? Huh? The whole episode, you've been throwing, <laughs> throwing in these random misogynistic That's the truth. <laughs> look, look, look man, I have like, man, I love Michelle Obama and uh, Barack Obama's relationship. Michelle, thick as hell. But Barack busted. Are you talking about my wife? Uh, 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 that nigga Obama take twenty minutes to cuss me out. Uh, 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 Michelle, uh, 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 the kids, uh, the dog. Uh, uh, America. You like nigga? Let it just let's spit it out. Fuck. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. 
Nah, man, but Meg is young. Usually when people are young, they tend to do this. Yeah. It's just like dudes that I see that are like in a midlife crisis, right? Grown men. You got kids, wife, all kind of shit, but you got to be the coolest motherfucker on social media. Yes. It's like, come on, man, chill out. And and it's not so much me trying to tell people how they should behave. It's just like once you get a certain age, it's almost like you're reaching for something that's really, it's not so much that it's attainable or not. It's not worth anything. Mm-hmm. You, you man, you got to grow past that nonsense, dude. Yeah, um, people, po- you in your thirties posting screenshots of private conversations <clears throat> on the internet. Yeah, uh, motherfucking, this this all kind of nonsense. Uh, posting money on the internet, like yeah, God just got my check in the oil fields. I'm doing it big, you know. Yeah, it's like, dude, grow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are getting older, but not getting more mature. Yeah, I remember I sent you a, a pic the other day of someone in the right. uh, what they had posted on a Facebook story. Right. And this lady, she's, you know, she's a professional out here in our community. She's a business owner. She's, I don't know how old she is. I'm sure she's in her, you she's know. She's my, she's one year younger than, no, yeah. one. She's my age, one year older than me. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, she's 36. Um, mm. But whatever the case may be, she just out here like booty. posting booty pics. Yeah, booty pics. Whole family at home, kids, husband. <clears throat> husband, everything. It's just like, yo, this is it's, it's yeah. just crazy to me. But, it, you know, it feels like, because I don't know how it played out for, for a lot of these older people, um, but they're like they're out there. It almost feels like they're getting younger. For for me, I'm, I'm less and less on social media. Yes. <clears throat> I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry you're talking. I'm but sorry. you know, I'm almost done. But I was just saying, I'm you know, I'm less and less on social media and it feels like, you know, these forty five year old dudes is on Facebook, you know, yeah, just consistently uh being immature. I think what it is is it's not it it's like people are in their second childhood. Yeah. There's this song by Nas called Second Childhood, and he basically names it like he's basically it's like it, it describes a dude that's like around his thirties, but he hanging out with dudes that's like twenty one, nineteen years old, mm-hmm. and that's what people do when yeah. they don't want to accept that they're getting older. Like you got to realize when you get older, you got to level up. Yeah, a lot of times people stay on a uh, on on a low level because they don't want to rise to the occasion. But it's just it to me, it's just setting a really funky, weird example. And mm-hmm. let me be very clear: like like be yourself first and foremost. Be yeah. yourself, right? And I, and it, I know a lot of shit that I might say might come off misogynistic, but you have to understand humor. But you also have to st- understand that I'm serious about a lot of shit. I'm serious at the fact that if your bio says married, why you got booty pics and titty pics on your shit? Yeah, you don't respect your relationship. If your bio says married and you talking about and you a grown man asking where the hoes at or calling women bitches all on social media and shit, yes, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Yeah, this I, is weird. <laughs> I think that, um, you, you know, I'd be thinking about, too, as far as, like, some of the, the guys we look up to and yeah. just the conversations we have with them. Totally it's, different. It's, in a sense, but sometimes it, it could get immature, too. Yes, it you know, and this is and, you know, it's a time and place for everything as right, far as, right. like, just chopping it up and just right. having a good time. But, yeah. you know, you're supposed to look up to these people for, like, they're, they're supposed to be the go-to guys for the information you need yeah. to be in a position like be in the position they're at now like they're supposed to give us a game so when we grow up we could be you know on a on a better path than them or something like that but it's kind of like when uh jay-z says something like some i forgot what he said uh about like he's supposed to look up to the bill cosby's or how is he supposed to 
oh, learned the game uh, yeah, when something uh, Al you, Sharpton taking pictures. Yeah, yeah. I forget Al, the line. He said, Al, "He said Al Sharpton taking selfies or some." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, who the yeah. fuck supposed to help me or something? Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the same sort of idea that yeah. you know I'm thinking about. Um, yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's, it's a, it's a crazy thing. But it's, I think that for me. I, I just have to start realizing that I'm just different or we're just, we're right. just different people. Right. Um, it's people that that's out here and um, they they may not actually see any, like they don't have enough self-awareness to see that they're doing something wrong. Yeah, they don't. I just think as a man, it's not so much having a, a code. It's just about being self-aware and having these built-in ethics in regards to how you move and what you do. Like if I got a girl, right, let's say, for example, because one of the most, immature things people do especially even in their 30s is they don't know how to display a certain level of respect towards the person they partner to their partner Mm -hmm. so if i have a girlfriend and we're texting and stuff and some girl that i used to fuck two months ago hits me up i'm like oh hey girl how you doing i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna tell her straight up like hey no disrespect but i'm serious i'm talking to someone i'd appreciate it if you didn't like you know hit me up at this time yeah i would tell her straight up because i don't want no problems with my girl and then if the, let's say that girl texts me right, and my girl sees it, I'll be like, "This I a girl. You. This a girl I used mm-hmm. to talk to like months ago." And you see this text right here, what I told her, "Hey, don't text me. I am talking to someone." Yeah, like I don't have to cover my tracks because I'm a I'm being transparent and honest. Yeah, right. But a lot of women and a lot of men, what they do is they mislead. So that's another form of immaturity. You can't be in your thirties, you know. Acting like you, uh, like you love somebody, but you're just trying to use them for pussy. Yeah, it's a lot of men that do that. Too old for that. Too old for that, dude. You too yeah. old. If you want some pussy, just be straight up. Don't be like, "Hey, I want some pussy." That's yeah. so. That's so trash. It's that's trash. Sure. So the way the way I look at it too is like, I maneuvered a lot of my life, you know, just being single. But I right. never, I never try to lead a girl on. No, that's, that's so whack. To that's me. whack. Yeah, yeah. That's whack. Just in general, like. To yourself, yeah, you playing yourself because you're misrepresenting yourself. Mm-hmm. If you if you want something that's strictly like sexual, you don't have to disrespect the girl to get that. All you got to do is just be very yeah, blunt in regards yeah. to what you want. Like I'm not looking for anything serious. I'm pretty busy, <clears throat> but I mean, I'm just looking to just be friends or just hang out or whatever. You because, know, because a lot of times they just want that clarity themselves. Exactly. Like I've been, you know, in situations where women will be like. Like, what are you looking for? And I'll be like, well, not I ain't really looking for no nah. relationship right now. And they'll be like, all right, cool. Yeah. They cool. just they just want to make sure y'all on the same wavelength. Because sometimes they be they don't want to look yeah. for no real or they might have got just got out of a serious relationship True. and they just want to have a little bit of fun. True, but the problem lies when they say, Okay, cool, but then they end up really liking you. And then that's good where dick, they good dick will make a girl like you. Yeah. <laughs> not always the dick man and what it is is like sometimes you're you're you, just you as a human being yeah that's just the, it, that's a plus that's, that's a, a cherry plus. on top you're yeah right. mm-hmm. that's a disney plus but <laughs> I, I think uh <laughs> that's a dick sneak plus. <laughs> i just think that they like the human being they could like the human being that you are and women will become attracted to that even if they you know agree to a mutual like non-serious relationship once yeah they, once they stop like once they start liking you they can't control it from that point forward yeah but, yeah 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 but they will get their feelings hurt because they'll they'll this, this is where their immaturity comes in because they will hurt their own feelings 
because they committed to a situation where you mutually understood that this is not something that we that you know I wasn't wanting to go this far. Yeah. And then they they invest feelings in someone that doesn't reciprocate those same feelings. I think in the, in those situations, this is a good topic. I don't know, we just kind of off the fly made up with but um mm-hmm. I think you got to set boundaries in those situations. Right. Cuz what happens is um because like these friends with benefits are just, you know, a little uh a little <coughs> I don't know what you a fling or whatever you would call it. Yeah. Um you can start to mix like or intermingle these things that you would be doing with a real girlfriend. A hundred percent. I've so done you, it. Yeah. Times, yeah. You'll be you'll just be hitting a girl and yeah. you know, you know, you'll pull up, you know, she'll hit you with a text like what you doing or whatever, yeah. and then you pull up and you smash and then you you out. But sometimes she'll be like, Hey, what you doing? It's a Saturday night. Hey, what you right. doing? Like, let's go see a movie or something. Right. And you go see a movie and then she start to think like it's something that it ain't and you and you still in your mind like, yo, I'm just hitting her or vice versa. Um, and you know, you start to try to move forward with the relationship or try to do more of that. And then the other person like, nah, I'm with my girl, not with my girl, yeah. but you know, I'm not, I'm, right. you know, I'm doing something, chilling with my what, boys or something like that. What again, Beno said, you are not my girl just because I made breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. It's just these intimate moments. I think that people aren't, um, they, they're more in love with these moments than they are just the concept of being in a relationship. That's why a lot of people are in relationships with people that they don't even see a future with them. They just want the benefits of a relationship. They want the companionship. Yeah. Even if it's not something that's real. So Mm -hmm. a lot of women don't even give all of themselves to each guy that they're with because they may not even see a future with that person. It's just that they just want to be wanted in a a lot of cases. But yes, I've been in situationships many times and and, uh, where it'll be you know, you're talking to a chick. If you're doing anything besides fucking her and you're like taking her to the movies and hanging out and stuff, then it's going to, it's going to, she's going to start having questions. Yeah. You're conflating the relationship. Yeah. But at the same time, like you have to be aware of that as a man and you can't blame her for that. Yeah. I think, and you know, part of it is like, I think me and you have this understanding. Mm -hmm. Like if I have sex with a girl and you know, it's, like you like if the relationship plays out to where I have sex far before we ever think about a relationship mm-hmm. like couple dates in or like couple encounters in and yeah. I'm already smashing then it's just going to be a friend with benefits type of thing yeah but sometimes what happens is and for me like generally this is how it works I'm a little bit older now so right. I, I don't really think about it that way right right um, but this is like a I guess like a more of a early 20s way of thinking right right Um, but in in their mind, it's like I can get smashed after the first date or the second date or whatever, yeah. and I can still gr- we can still grow into a relationship and yeah. we can still be boyfriend and girlfriend after that. Yeah, for you, it's for me at least. It's like yo, I kind of want to wait it out because I don't want our relationship to be based yeah. on like a sexual a sexual thing. I want to yeah. build our true our friendship, our partnership, our you know preferably. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So. Preferably. Mm-hmm. But what we have to understand is men, though, like, let's say, for example, we meet a chick at the club and we bring her home. and We fuck her. Right. Which I don't recommend at all. But <laughs> let, let's let's say that that happens. Too much Corona pussy. going. Yeah. Around. Too much coronavirus in the pussy. <laughs> You'd be hitting it from the back and to start coughing out of nowhere. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, but um, 
you have to realize that you can't really get too fixated on judging her from that moment. Like, oh, I fucked her on the first night, man. I can't be with her. Um, newsflash, you were involved in that situation. She fucked you, too. So do you think she's fixated on you just because you fucked her? She's probably I like, think. I don't want him to get sprung on me. Yeah. It's the, it's the same That's way. 2020, both- man. It's, yeah. it's a different world out here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think we I think as men, we have to. It's an ego thing. Sometimes right. a lot of times um, you like I've been on the other side of it where I thought like, you know, we just got this little friend with benefits and I can yeah. hit her up whenever I feel like it. Right. But sometimes like, I, you know, I, I would even have put it down and everything was cool. And then she's still curving me. Like, right. You think you thinking you got the power because you like right. you went in there and handled your business. But yeah. like, you know, she she attacks you back when she wants to. Or, and that's ego, too, because as men, we be thinking we giving girls the best dick they ever <laughs> That's a fucking lie. <laughs> their boyfriend was probably tearing that pussy down. <laughs> then here you come and you you might be pretty good. But then that boy, that ex-boyfriend was like. He was sticking dick in their soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just putting dick in the yeah. vagina, but they yeah. putting dick in the soul. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And you just like. He went in off a pill, too. Like yeah. a, a blue chew or something. Yeah, he, he went in off. her down. Yeah, he went in off one of them porn pills. <laughs> Taurus tearing that ass down. Yeah. Yeah, but no, man. Um, yeah, it, it's ego. It's it's ego as well. Um, yeah. We just have these assumptions. I've, I've, I've been more invested in the women than them and me. I've double text triple text before like oh she must have not got that text let me hit her with another one and see what she's doing bruh i'm telling you yeah i've done it I've man done it all. i've been there I, rem- I if i sometimes i cringe thinking back um oh, on yeah. the old text messages that i sent oh yeah and you, you realize like you know obviously it's a, it's a maturation that you have to go through mm-hmm. but now you realize it wasn't even that hard if no and then if it is that hard it's not for you you just got to move right. on to the next you know the next individual right there there is absolutely positively no future no nothing with someone that's not reciprocating that energy back and the thing about it if you ever get a text from a girl that says oh sorry i was busy don't fuck with her ever and the reason why is because not just women but people in general it doesn't matter how busy they are Mm-hmm. You know, women will stop in the middle of a fucking taking a shower to text you back or hit you up if they really, really feeling you. Yeah. You could tell the, the difference between women that's really feeling you and women that's like, hmm, yeah, he's option number three. Yeah. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? And so, we do the same. You yeah, know, we do the same. I, have, I have a hierarchy of uh, communication myself. Yeah. And, you know, certain people get responded to. Yeah. Faster than some other people. And have you noticed? The people you like the most text you the least when you first get to meet them. Mm-hmm. The people you like the most probably have some of the least interest in you, which is weird. And it should be, it should be the other way around. Mm-hmm. But that shows how our brains work. That's why with a lot yeah, it's of crazy, what, right? It's stupid. Mm-hmm. It's it's completely backwards. Yeah. But like that's what's with some women. What I do is is I like instead of just blowing them up and texting them all day, which I can't do anyways. Um, I just display humor face to face, make them laugh, give them. Show them a good time, probably take them to dinner, chill with them. And that to me should be enough of an incentive for them in regards to us, you know, really hitting it off and hanging out. But if that wasn't enough, then it ain't going to work. Fuck it. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah. The but dating world is crazy, man. It's very, very Cause you strange. Because you'd be meeting some people and you'd be like, this, we don't really, <clears throat> like, I met some girls and I'd be like, yo, she just talked too much. Yeah, it's weird. about nothing. Nothing. I'd be like, I remember once I was talking to this girl and it wasn't, it wasn't even a thing where there was no potential. It was, it was 
you know, it was it was it was dry season, yeah. and it was just a little thing I picked up, and sh- she wasn't even that attractive at all. But I remember I was literally sitting in the car with her at at the park, and she was just chopping it up. And I was like, "Yeah, I have a podcast, and you know, you know, me and my boy, we don't we doing our thing." Yeah. And she was like, "Oh, you got to have me on the podcast." And she went on like a five minute rant, and I was uh-huh. literally in there dozing off. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Just yeah. suck my cock off. That's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> saying, man. Yeah. Just use that mouth. Yeah. So, yeah. Stop talking and use it. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, but we might as well run this in together. Yeah. Um, what I've noticed, too, is I've noticed a pattern since we're talking about, like, people getting older but not really maturing. <clears throat> I know the pattern with uh, with women. This is just in, on my end. Um when you're talking to them over dinner and they're demonizing their ex. Yeah. Women always got a story about what the ex said, what the ex did, how bad of a person he was, this, that, and the third. When, first of all, let's be clear, if especially if it's a first date, that to me is like, come on. That's too much. That, you're giving me too much information. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like it's, it's, it's very, um, it's, it's not pertinent information for me to know about your yeah. ex. Yeah, and what he said and what he did, and I I'm not gonna comment on a man I never met. For all I know, he could be a great guy, and you could be a piece of shit. <laughs> and I also hate it when women have all these stories about their exes, right? But they never once name a scenario where they were wrong. Yeah, and it's like, oh, okay, so you was never wrong. You never in this? did anything. Yeah, wrong? I can't fuck with you. Yeah, I might not even make it to get the pussy because <sighs> I, if you telling me all these stories, it's not ever gonna work. It's, it's I think it's even worse for you because yeah um you at an age where if you are dating a, a woman she probably got out of a a marriage or right. a long relationship she got right. a couple kids and right. there's so much baggage to bring oh into a, to another situation oh my god um so yeah that's that's it's just crazy but yeah. it, it, you hear you hear it so many times and I feel like I guess I guess it's um. When it does come to meeting somebody, depending on how serious you want to make this thing or how not serious you want to make it, you should probably include information about your your dating life. Right. But I think only only in an instance to where it matters to yeah the current situation. The current situation. Like if you got kids and you just got out of a relationship, it might be you know important to say, but don't but don't say it in a in a in a manner in which it's like. This dude was terrible. He was yeah. be- he was abusive. He's right. a cheater. Blah, blah 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 blah. Because the 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 bad part about it is, you said yes to marriage, right. or you said yes to being his girlfriend. Right. So you're complicit in exactly this toxicity. Yeah. You know what I mean. So don't act. Don't ever act like it's just this guy's fault. Yeah, you act like somebody. Threw you in a car and made you do. It's like stop it, girl. Yeah, we too old for that. Mm-hmm. Not not to mention, I'm not saying that women that have kids are baggage. I'm not saying that because I've dealt with many women that have had kids. It's not that at all. Yeah. It, here's the thing with me though. With me, what I mean by baggage is is if you got issues with any of your child's fathers and it's bad, I can't fuck with you. I yeah. Need, I, in order for me to fuck with a chick, I need to make sure she's peaceful with her child's father because I don't want to be at the house. And I'm fucking you, and then the door gets kicked in, and I'm getting, <laughs> and I'm getting shot at because, <laughs> because you don't got your sister your situation under control. One thing you should we always have to be mindful of: a lot of these, like a, gr- a girl, can be like a really good person. Right. She just don't have her her 
her mental faculties in order 100%. as far as like her decision making. Yeah. So she could be a really, really nice girl, but her boyfriend is some hood nigga from the West Side. Oh my God. And she got two babies by this nigga. And yeah, like, I got to deal with it. Yeah, it's like, it's, no, not, it's not. I'm not going to fight your baby daddy. Yeah. It's not happening. If if I get threatened by another dude, whatever, let's say we in the talking stages, we at dinner, and he like, bitch, you out here dating this nigga, huh? You dating this? <laughs> I'm, be, I'm just going to leave. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave you with the bill too. <laughs> you got me out here getting threatened and shit. I'm not about to fight. I'm a gr- dude. I'm a grown man. I'm not fighting anybody. Period. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's a lot of women. You don't got your shit together in regards to your your in regards to your situation with your child's father. Yeah, I, you, it's uh, it's unhealthy. If you got an un- unhealthy relationship with him, what makes you think you're gonna have a good one with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the most um, the best way to do it, like. I was thinking earlier when we brought this topic up, I was thinking about the, the, the phrase irreconcilable differences. Right, right. Which is just a term they throw in the air when it comes to like a divorce when right. you don't want to specifically say all the things that went wrong in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and that's the, that's the way I think it should be. Maybe later on when you're, when you're getting into like, a, you know, months and months down the line and yeah. you're actually learning about one another and you can say like, hey, you know, uh, you know, I made a mistake and I got into a relationship with a guy that was extremely abusive or right. extremely immature. Right. But at the same time, like I was looking elsewhere and, and you know, I I was texting other dudes. And right. So like that's a real narrative. That's attractive to me. Yeah. Accountability. But at, yeah. And then at the same but at the same time when it's so fresh. Yeah. You want to look as good as possible. Nobody wants to go into right. the first date and they and they spilling all the beans. You right. know what I mean? They gonna try to put themselves in a good light. Yeah, like he was a bad, he was a bad dude. He was this, he was that, he was yeah. that. But it's like, what do you want me to do? Like the thing, ladies, when you before you start talking bad about your ex with a lot, which a lot of you guys do, what do you want the date, your guy that you're trying to talk to? What do you want us to do about that? I can't do anything about that. Mm-hmm. What I really want you to do is shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't talk bad about any woman that I've dated. You know why? Because at the time where she was making me happy, it was all good. So why would I talk bad about them now? Yeah. Especially to someone I don't know. Now it's different. If, if things start getting more serious and I feel like I need to unpack more personal things and I trust you enough to do that then we're going to have that conversation. But on the first motherfucking date, man, <laughs> uh-uh. Yeah. I've heard some shit from women, man. Like, yeah, you know, he my, my ex was suicidal. He wanted to try to kill himself and stuff. I'm just like, ah, oh, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. That sounds crazy. Yeah, that's weird. That sounds crazy. Yeah, fuck that. And it's not even the fact that you're just hiding stuff. Like, honesty, I guess, is, you know, always good. But it's just, you have to unravel stuff. You can't Doses. just. Yeah. You can't just come in and spread, lay everything on the table and expect me to stick around. Yeah. What I've learned is this, and I don't want to make this a woman thing because it's a people thing. Most people are dysfunctional. Yes. Most people are dysfunctional. For example, when we have a coronavirus, we go out and buy all the goddamn toilet paper. <laughs> That's how fucked up we are. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. And when you're from the outside looking in and you're one of the only rational people, it's tough. Yeah. It's tough, man. But it's it's one of those things. I had this thing. I was like wondering, like, how much should we judge uh, like the women we encounter based on their their ex 
their exes, right? Because I'll be, right. I'll be thinking like, I used to talk to some girls, and then I'd be like, dang, like she used to date this nigga, right. like why would you? And then you, and you talking to her, and she seems like a, a really mm-hmm. cool girl, but at the same time, you just thinking to yourself like, I don't want to be like she's super nice, but I also don't want to be associated with like like this dude 100% I just think what it is is it makes you question the the type of tier of men that that (laughs) girl dealt with like if you're on this tier that I see you in then why are you dealing with this low tier ass motherfucker yeah what what did he do to get your attention or how desperate or are you really the person who I think you are like it's so many different questions right like imagine okay imagine this Imagine if you like me as a woman. Like, imagine you're dating me, Eddie McGee from the Trucker's Mind podcast. Just like, <laughs> let's say you're dating me, and you're like, Eddie's a great guy. He's this, he's that. And then you find out I used to date some chick that did meth or some shit. Yeah. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, that I would never, be crazy, huh? Yeah, like, he dated a tweaker? Like, I never would think he would, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you would start to think different of me. And it's <laughs> it's not because of her. It's because of the choice that I made. Yeah. You'd be like, what, what kind of, you question me as a human being because the choice that I made doesn't add up to the character that you think you see. Yeah. Like the product that you see, you just like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. I've had it happen to me before where I'm talking mm-hmm. to a chick and it, and she likes me and I like her, but then it kind of falls out and then she kind of just like moves on or like she just kind of like curves me and leaves me alone. And then you see the guy that she chose over me. And I'm like, you chose this motherfucker? Yeah. You chose this dude that's like five foot six? That yeah. looked like a weasel? You chose it. That's fine. That's cool. I mm-hmm. can't be mad at that. And, you know, but God damn. Mm-hmm. I'm, I feel weird forever trying right. to talk yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the yeah, fuck was sure. I thinking? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened yeah. quite. A, I'm, ladies, I'm sure that happened to you before. Oh, oh yeah ladies you 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 guys hate rejection because a lot of most times if you have average or above looks guys want to fuck you and they'll do anything yeah they'll do anything they'll even suck your toes they'll pay for pictures of your fucking feet yeah okay (laughs) but but you probably be like i was about to talk to him i can't believe he was you know yeah but i guess it doesn't really make it any better like no you know i uh this is like you know personal information so i won't really say like specifically but um i used to talk to this girl i was dating like a professional a professional athlete and um i was just kind of like it it made me question myself a little bit like i'm just a college student like i ain't really doing much at the moment at the time at least i'm just a college student i ain't really doing nothing with my life right now but it's just like dang but i guess it i don't know it's better than having like her ex-boyfriend be like some hood nigga it's like yeah i guess yeah i mean i I think what I think is too is I, I just we're all human beings. So I think that women or men or whoever, we all have somebody that we would just run off with. Like we would just we all have like these uh <clears throat> these guidelines that we have that we create for ourselves. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's people that we meet that we will literally break those fucking walls down. Like if 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 there's a chick that's extremely hot, beautiful and she wants us, chances are we're probably gonna try to fuck her. Right. Yeah. Same thing. Like if the you can love your girl or whoever can love that girl, especially fellas listening to this, listen very closely. You can love your girl. You can love your wife. But if the weekend came to Bakersfield and he was like, "Dang, girl, I want you," your girl's probably gonna fuck him. Yeah, she's probably gonna fuck him. That's crazy. It's sad to say, mm-hmm. but yeah. it's it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. 
I think it's the worst. <laughs> I just got that. <laughs> yeah. My man won't mind. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Yeah, he ain't tripping. Yeah. I told him about you already. That, yeah. yeah. Damn, that'd be crazy. Dude, I'm telling you. I, I wonder what the percentage is. Like a dude like Chris Brown or motherfucking The Weeknd, if he comes to Bakersfield to a concert and your girl is out there with all her friends, some of them single, and they go backstage and Chris Brown start putting his hands all on Do you think that she would be like, I have a boyfriend. No, no, don't touch me. Yeah. It's some that would, but it's a lot more that would be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Is there cameras in here? Yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. That would be, that would be, that would be sad. And, and, be and it's men that got the same weakness. That's why, like, it takes a lot to be in a relationship because – Honestly, if I really, really, really care about somebody and motherfucker Rihanna want to throw the pussy at me, I'm still going to have to tell her no. Yeah. And I know people are laughing like, nigga, hell no. You ain't going to do that. I yeah. really would. I, I, Honest, my right hand of God, I would turn down pussy from Rihanna. Be, just the, <laughs> I mean, the problem is with like with guys, it's like the celebrity status doesn't really matter as right. much to like females, I believe. Yeah, um, we are attracted to an attractive female. Sometimes True. women are attracted to like celebrity status. and status. It could be this. It could be Trey Songs standing. It could be Omarion standing next to his twin. He he does have a brother that looks exactly like him. Right. But this nigga Omarion is gonna get all of the play because this nigga dancing and he B two K and all this other stuff. And right. the brother Mike, you know, he might get the leftovers, but they ain't immediately run into the brother. True. So 100%. that's just the way it is. But I, I agree with you. I think you know when it comes to um, like if you hell bent on not cheating and you know just keeping your you know your your dick in your pants. Then you gonna do it regardless of who it is. I just think it's different, man. I'm at a different age too. Yeah. Like I like my thing is is I'm in a situation where I'm 35 and I'm single and I'm I'm continuing to build on myself. Yeah. And trying to build a, a career outside of what I'm already doing. So it's like it's better to have a woman to hold you down because Rihanna might throw some of that. Uh, some of that. Uh, what was she from? Uh, <laughs> the Caribbean, Caribbean some Turks and Caicos or <laughs> something. Cake. I don't know where she's from. <laughs> she might throw some of that that good Rihanna and forehead. Of- <laughs> but then it's done. Got some after Gullah that. Gullah Island pussy. Yeah, she throws yeah. some of that Caribbean, some, some, some of that coconut pussy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know you're exactly right. I feel like um, once you hit a certain age, like you have to be mature enough to to just chill on all the distractions. Yeah. I was talking to one of my boys and you know, we both 28 and um we were just talking about like we were just catching up like you know, how you been? You know, you got a girl now all these different questions and uh he was like, "Yeah, man, you know, I'm on I'm on leave from my job and uh I was talking to this girl and he sent me a picture of them two together." And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. She she you know, she she a good-looking uh girl and stuff." He was like, "Y'all look like a good couple." Yeah, and then he was like, "Yeah, man, I messed up because um, she caught me texting some other girl, and she wow. um, and that was basically the last straw. She told me to stop, you know, texting other females, or she gonna be she gonna be out. And then she ended up leaving him, and um, it was pretty much like a wrap on their relationship. But wow. but he was like a multiple time offender, like he had done that like two times before. The offenders, but, yeah. <laughs> and I was just telling him, I was like, "Bro, we too old. Like yeah. you're 28 years old, and and the thing about it now." is um there when you're when you're in you're in this age range and even your age range yeah um 
you may come across like that one girl only once. Yeah, a hundred percent. So if you mess it up now, you fucked up. You know, it may it may be a long time before you run into somebody that's worth actually holding. Like, yeah, worth you know putting a ring on it or yeah. You know, and if she's really worth it, she might see you and not think you're worth it. So yeah, yeah. you got to take these situations serious. That's why when you're single. You, just do what you want. You can fuck who you want. You could do. You can come and go as you please. Yeah, you know. But don't don't play with them like that. That's yeah. That, that's the whole basis. But that that's what being single is for. Is is yeah. You go out there, have sex with who you want. Go to the club. Stay out yeah. as late as you want. Talk to whoever right. you want to. But when you went and when you in a relationship, like you got to cut all cut all that off. Yeah, you gotta you gotta exercise those demons while you're single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get your rocks off. Yeah. All right. Switching gears. Um. Uh, men being unhealthily infatuated. Um, me and Keith were talking about this, about how, uh, give an example of, of the inbox situation you're telling me about. Yeah. So, um, you know, I'll be talking to, you know, just different women out here and they'd be trying to navigate through this, this toxicity that, you know, comes with uh, men and stuff. And uh, I was talking to this girl and she was just saying, like, it was just a group of us talking and she was like, yeah, man, I had um, I had a guy text me every day, uh, text me at least one time a week for every week for like two years straight or That's something like that. Crazy. And I don't know the basis of the conversation. Cycle it could have been a it could have been a hey, it could have been how you doing. It could have been a what's up or whatever. Um, but just constantly, constantly, constantly texting. So this is a step that, you know, women are out here going through and we just basically bring it up to say like, man, we got to get it together. Like we have to be, have more, um, social skills or, uh, knowledge about communication to know that when a woman is not communicating back with you, just yeah, move on with your life because that's just like insane behavior and that's yeah. unhealthy because those are the same people that a pop up at your job or yeah. go to your house or yeah. Yeah. One word, energy. You gotta pick up on women's energy, man. When they're not giving yeah. it to you, leave them the fuck alone. Yeah. You cannot force somebody to like you. And remember that no means no. Yeah. It means not like not even not even no. Like you should even get to the point where a woman is telling you no. Yeah. If you get to that point, that means you don't went way too motherfucking far. Yeah. Way too far. That's that's just not good. And 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 um the crazy part is that these are people that are like older, older people. Yeah. Right. Because we yeah. we talked about situations where we would double text and excuse yeah. me, do you know, stuff that we wouldn't do nowadays. But these these dudes in their thirties, like you know, consistently texting women and you know, telling uh, texting good morning every day or writing you're beautiful underneath Instagram pictures uh-uh. and stuff like that. So, nah. yo, let me tell you something about compliments and women. Women don't give a fuck about compliments unless they like you. <laughs> Period. <laughs> if you just a Joe Blow and you like you are so beautiful, women hear that all the time. They don't give a fuck. I've, I've already <laughs> said that before. Yeah, I don't ever compliment women. The only time I compliment them is if it's like family or whatever. And if I consider like a homegirl, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful. Like, yeah. I just don't do that. I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, you're looking good. You know, whatever the case. Yeah. But I just can't. I can't do it. And if I do compliment women, I do it in a way that's so subtle that they're like, they don't they're just like, wow. Like, I'll be like, I'll see a picture of them like looking real nice. And I'll be like, nice. <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't even elaborate like, oh, you look so great. You're so beautiful. You're so awesome. I just say, nice. And I'll be like, thank you. And there's other ways to do it. Like, you know, there's um, women are talented in other areas besides their looks. looks. Yeah. So you can, if you tell a woman, you know, like there's a lot of like funny girls out there, you know, that are doing like little, they're not even doing like skits and stuff on Instagram, but they're just like funny personalities. So hitting them up and saying like, yo, that's hilarious is is almost just as valuable as like complimenting them. But you need to mean it though. Yeah. If they don't if they don't have any talent, don't say that their shit's good. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there was a there was a chick earlier I had inboxed her. I told her, um, then your meals look good. Cause she preps meals. I was yeah. like, your meals look fucking amazing. Yeah. Like I was like, next week I should buy some, but I've made some food for myself this week. But mm-hmm. you know, I've heard through the grapevine, your food's really good. And she's like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. But it's true what I was telling her, and she happens to be thick as a motherfucker too. Yeah. So here's the deal. I'm not trying to get at her, but I wouldn't mind. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. But I was genuinely complimenting her on the food. Yeah. So my angle was not to be like, let me tell her her food looked good, just so I could try to get at her. Mm-hmm. Nah, nah. Her food actually looked really good. Yeah. You know, I uh, think as as men, we just like you have to find other, find innovative ways to just communicate. Right. Just saying, hey, or what's up, or hello, beautiful, or whatever. It's just not. It's not cutting it's, it no more. It's not. It it never really did. Uh, but you could be a dude that's. You just gotta be that dude, bro. If you're that dude and you say hello, beautiful, they'll be like, hi, good that's morning. A rap. <laughs> yeah, it's a rap. If if you women say, oh, these guys are so played out. Yeah, they so played out because you don't want them. Yeah. Half the dudes that be getting it, y'all, y'all don't want them because they be funny looking. Or they just whack, right? And y'all, yeah. <laughs> and y'all don't want whack dudes. You want that top of the line. Women, a lot of times, women they'll fuck with a dude that's clearly no good, right? He could be fucking five different chicks, but if he is the, if he is like the cream of the crop in their eyes, like you have to be like almost, I won't say a prize, but you can't just be some nerdy computer nerd and they're gonna like you. Well. If you invented Snapchat or <laughs> Facebook. Well, that's different. Yeah. That's different. What I'm yeah. saying is that if you're a guy that's kind of like off-putting a little bit, you ain't all that. Yeah. Like, chances are you're not you're not going to win over women with personality all the time. Because yeah. you know, the same thing with men, we're really shallow in a way where we want the whole aesthetics to go with it. Yeah. So you could be a dick, but if, you, if you're if 6'5 and you got a nice beard and you got a nice car, chances are you might get the pussy. Yeah, but if you five foot eight and you got a good heart and you, you go to got church, a good <laughs> you got a good job. You ain't getting no pussy. You got a four hundred one k. Yeah, you get four hundred one k, and you can. I'm not saying if you're short, you can't get any, but chances are, a lot of women are very height dis- height discriminatory. Women's be having stipulations. Yeah, like, they'd be you like, got, you got to yeah. be at least six foot to ride this ride. Yeah, you got to be six feet. You got to, you yeah. know, got got to have your own crib. Got to have your own car. Got to have, got to have your life in order. Right, you know? right. You got to be six. Say so you got to be six foot to ride this ride, but then to be a nigga that's five foot six hitting it. <laughs> you got a BMW though. Yeah, <laughs> five foot six with a fucking uh, Aston Martin. <laughs> Get out of here. When I was at New Mexico. um, there was a kid, at, and he came from wealth, obviously, but yeah. he used to drive his Aston Martin around campus. Are you serious? Just pull up to the campus with that freaking. I think uh, any any guy that does that is whack because it's like they're just trying to they're trying to impress. It's certain women that are impressed by that, but those women that are impressed by Aston Martin is not the type of woman that you want to walk down the aisle. 
mm-hmm. it's not a woman that you like now because i'm in a woman that got their own shit yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah. i like women that that could take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. like don't be impressed by a nice car that's corny yeah this is just materialistic yeah, stuff. Just- like we should we should have a uh a great conversation before you know how much money I got in my bank account. Right. Yeah. Right. And then like we'll be fucked up too is uh like imagine like you ain't got a lot of money but you're a cool dude mm-hmm. and then like you go on a date and then she find out like you got like ten dollars in your bank account and mm-hmm. she's like, Yeah, this is gonna be the last date. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that, that sucks and it's, it seems shallow, but it does say a lot about you though. Yeah. Like, you know, and through that conversation you'll you'll be able to gauge um, what this dude got going on in his life? If he a nigga out here trying to be a rapper, he got he a SoundCloud yeah. rapper and he got ten dollars in his pocket, but he don't want to get no job. You then never, that's different. You ain't never gonna get no child support. Yeah, if you somebody that's really hustling, you in school or whatever, then you know that ten dollars looks a little bit different. Then yeah. uh, y'all might be able to go to Taco Bell, but that's it. <laughs> a couple chalupas out that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, like the first date shouldn't be super elaborate, anyways. Nah, but you shouldn't spend. You know, you shouldn't. You shouldn't have to go to, you, you know, know, this five star restaurant to entertain. Yeah. Spend like you know, you know, go grab your meal. I, I mean, I don't. I don't really trip off the price off the, especially the first date. I don't care. Like as long, yeah, as long as it ain't nothing wild, like in the hundreds. Yeah, but even if if it get around a hundred, like I ain't tripping if it's eighty, eighty six. I don't care. You be at but, BJ's though. That stuff get. Depending it, on your meal, it could get expensive. Yeah, I ain't mm-hmm. tripping though. Like it's not like I'm taking them out every week. So yeah, that's but, real. But if if I do, if I happen to do that, I don't care. Like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. to me. Like especially if I ask to check out on a date, I'm gonna pay for it. Yeah, this is how it is. Do you think you ever go to your house? Switch it up. Probably switch it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah diversify. It. <laughs> Try to diversify your pussy for Leo. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah man but that's that's just that's that on that where we at man uh 141 yeah man i think i think we've uh they'll be giving the people uh a pretty solid podcast um yeah for all those listening man um i do want to say this you know stay strong in this in this time of uh coronavirus you know what i'm saying hold each other yeah hold each other close man and you you know you might be inside the house for a little while so make sure you go grab some condoms are <laughs> y'all gonna be pregnant yeah. It's going to be a lot of Corona babies, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. It was some, something I wanted to say, but I can't think of it right now. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, Keith. Come on, man. Come yeah. on, man. We about to close it out, man. You got to remember Yeah, this, no, I'll, I'll text everybody that listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, it looks like we came to the end of this podcast. I'd like to thank everybody that's listened. Uh... This is uh man, I'm, I'm <laughs> so fucked up. Can't even end the podcast. <laughs> Thank you for listening to a Trucker's Mind podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Fings. We're out of here. Peace.